Assalamu alaikum respected Sayyidi Wa alaikum salam respected brother <laughs> uh, Can you kindly help me how to silence one's mind throughout the day and during meditation? How to delete unwanted thoughts and painful hurting memories? <clears throat> how to Can we do that again? Uh, kindly help me how to silence one's mind throughout the day and yes. during meditation how to delete unwanted thoughts and painful hurting memories. Yeah, the, the whole process of the mind that is all of the salawats, all the zikrs, all the active mind, the la ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah, the, the active mind is the one that the zikr and the meditation, when we're making meditation and asking for the connection, it's an energy that we're trying to build more energy onto the soul and more of the reflection of these positive energies. When you begin to make your salawat, your first zikr is La ilaha illallah, when we begin to make our zikrs and our salawat. The first zikr is La ilaha illallah, up, right, left. Up, right, left. The upward light is La so that we're bringing that energy into the head to silence the head. So it's everyone's problem. Everyone on this earth is headstrong and heart weak. So this system is going to have to flip in which the light and the energy hit to the head to shut off the head. So that the head becomes weak and the heart becomes strong. Headstrong is arguing, doubting, questioning, everything is very active in the head region. The tariqah wants it strong in the heart, not in the head. Allah wants it, Islam wants it, Prophet wants it to be strong in the heart, not the head. When you're too much whispering, you hear too many whisperings, you're thinking too much, the process is wrong. The light you've been meditating has to keep hitting the head, you have to increase the zikr of La ilaha illallah. And keep telling yourself everything is under Allah's command, everything is under Allah's sovereignty and power. And that that light hits the head and begins to shut off the head and at the same time illallah that light is reflecting onto the heart to make the heart to be stronger. Then all the salawats that we do, Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad then has immense lights, immense powers upon the soul. And these lights are the ones that come to lessen the amount of waswas, lessen the amount of, of, of all the bad thoughts. And then the other part of the past and the future that when we're meditating and contemplating you should not be able to be thinking because you're not doing it in silence. So you shouldn't be in a process of any, any thought at all because if you're meditating, you're playing your salawats and making your connection, the salawats that you're playing is supposed to make you feel that you're in Medina, that you're in the presence of Prophet and you're making your connection. Your mind should be focusing on the salawats. We don't meditate in silence 
So that to now go into this fitna and past problems and future problems and overthink everything. Some people have very sort of manic minds where they can immediately sit for two seconds in silence and think of every problem in the last 10 years. And that's not the concept of meditation. The meditation is not to go into your head at all. So that's why the step by step you sit, you make the connection, you play your salawats. Your mind should be listening to the salawats as if the angels are around you praising upon Prophet And that should be the focus and that the fire, the energy of the zikr, whatever we're trying to accomplish in that meditation to be accomplished. So that we don't think of those things and, and go deep into these problems. And then we have talks on, on the other issues that at other times when you think of the past you have to learn how to cut that. The past has happened, allowed those things to, to partake in our memory for whatever reason we needed to have those experiences. We cut the rope of the past and don't think about the future, live in the present. Live for today, this moment, if you can cut these two ropes you'll be somebody that can always fly and you'll be very subtle in your nature. Past is whatever it is, don't think about it, it's already gone, it's a milk that's been spilt, it's something Allah already wrote, it's finished. The future is none of our business. You don't have to worry about how am I going to do this, where's going to come, where's this going to come, where's that going to come. The same one who provided every day is going to provide in the future. So we try our best to cut the past, cut the future and at that moment to be grateful and thankful for what Allah is giving, then you have the ability to, to levitate, to rise and to, to have a more ethereal power from your soul, inshaAllah. Because those are two ropes that bind the person. And those are controlled by shaitan whispering all the past events, you did like this, remember like this, like that, oh this one talk like this, that means shaitan has now come and he's activating that rope. Then fear of the future is a satanic rope again because shaitan is coming and putting fear into the person instead of having faith, inshaAllah. As Salaamu Alaikum Shaykh Walaykum As Salaam wa Shaykh always emphasizes to have a living shaykh. I'm trying my best to keep the practice but failing in many ways. What happens if our living connection is lost? What or how will I be able to get guidance then? No, I'm not dead. <laughs> so if, it, if it, yeah, you, you, that's why exactly you're listening to this broadcast now, watching this channel now. Because you, you have to have an, an interactive relationship with the shaykh, otherwise the, the shaitan will be the shaykh. So there has to be an interactive relationship, the student has to have been trained in all of these trainings that we keep teaching. The, all the principles of Naqshbandiya, the first principle, khush dam, conscious breathing. So you have to have been trained in breathing, contemplating and making your heart connection so that it went from a sort of dial-up connection to a cellular connection to a satellite connection so that you are connected with them from the people of the world of life. Then wherever you go that connection is with you like a satellite phone. It doesn't need a landline, it doesn't need a cellular network, it's coming from malakut down to the heart. Until that is established that they need a living guide 
to continuously calibrate and to teach and to, to give the coordinates. So I would assume if you're listening to these then it's clear that you're, this is a shaykh who's living and learn and absorb and practice as much as you can to make your connection. That's why I said get these resources. You, you don't get the book and tomorrow they tell you that for some reason they're shutting off the internet, they're cutting on Muslim sites and Amazon is actually censoring Muslim reviews. So if you go to Sufism, the Dajjal book is number one with 3,000 reviews and has nothing to do with Islam or Sufism, some sort of crazy Hindu thing. But in, when our people are writing reviews they're blocking it. So you never know in this world we live in, do they cut off internet, do they cut off these things and nobody has any access to any resources. And do they shut off channels and shut off uh, communications? So these are the resources that are coming out in very, very dark times anticipating much more extreme difficulties. At that time it's not going to be Amazon driving and delivering to your next day. You, know, you just look at what's happening in the world, there's no Amazon in Damascus, there's no Amazon happening now in, in Burma, there's no Amazon delivering. These the areas are all going to be like that. So these are just the time Allah gives to us to sort of prepare ourselves, have our resources, make the connections, make our deals, make our bargainings with Allah that we want from what you gave of dunya we want to give it and take akhirah in exchange so that we can make that connection, make that love, make that muhabbat. Alhamdulillah many people are emailing with immense amounts of realities. That, uh, Brother on, online, he emailed that his brother was sick, they got the du'as, they got the ta'weezes and they couldn't find his cancer. So these are you know in Allah's hands what He wants to take away but requires them to have the acts of faith, to act upon the faith, to do all of these practices. And if Allah want to take away a difficulty, Allah takes away the difficulty. And there's many examples of these and, and the shaykhs are not interested in promoting you know, miracles but don't think that it's not miraculous. That the Allah's might and majesty is, is unimaginable and the, the love and majesty of Sayyidina Muhammad can't be even understood of what blessings it brings, what difficulties it takes away. So these are the times in which we see, that was an interesting question we had last night when they asked about Dajjal, do you think the Dajjal is coming? It was astonishing for me not to make insult to anybody who asked it but my goodness in the last two years was there anything but Dajjal? Whoever thought that you'd be locked up in your home, that all travel would be banned, all commerce around the world shut down for what? For unseen cold and flu? It wasn't that, the flu was everywhere. But that was a you know testing from Allah's might and majesty that the Dajjal time has come, the, the Mahdiyun times have come and they're at the door and the whole world is in a state of, uh, of immense testing. So yes, yes definitely it's everywhere. It's a matter of how much are we going to prepare ourselves and have all of the abilities and tools and the training that we need inshaAllah. As Salaamu Alaykum When using the cane does it need to touch the earth directly or can we walk with it inside? 
How do you walk inside? You just holding it? Yeah, I think, you, I don't know if you just want to hold it like, just hold it that's okay. But the grounding aspect of it, like in the house you don't have to ground. But if you're going out to a, a crowded area, to an airport, to museum, to wherever you're going, the concept of it touching the ground is so that it can ground the negativity. And even if it has the rubber stopper it's okay because Allah is the one who's going to release that energy from the body. But the fact that it… that you're putting the third prong because you're two feet and the energies that the feet are carrying and the third is then the asa and the immense blessings of following the sunnah of Sayyidina Muhammad that then purge all the negative energies. So that when we breathe we bring the positive energy in and all negativity to be pushed out. So the asa and the sunnah of the asa and reviving the sunnah so at many different levels has immense blessing. So when you walk forget about just the energy, just walking with the sunnah of Prophet is a revival of the sunnah and Allah and the angels are blessing that servant because they're reviving the sunnah. In a time when everything becomes uh, lost and the sunnah of Sayyidina Muhammad becomes lost. As Salaamu Alaykum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh Sayyidi Walaykum As Salaam wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. And you get preferential treatment too. Sayyidi, can blood get dirty from bad actions and if so, can it cause pain in the body? Shukran for everything. Blood is dirty in the body to begin with because Prophet taught that shaitan runs through the blood. That's why all of these practices are meant to go after that blood. So when we know that shaitan is running through the blood that's why the system of what we eat the blood has to be taken out because that's where the dirtiness is running. So the, the meat that has the blood, the dirtiness, the bacteria, the bad energy is in the blood. And that's why the zabiya is the process of pulling the blood out, the halal is the process of, of taking away these energies. So that's already a given. Within insan shaitan is moving through our blood system. So how he's attacking the organs, attacking the body is that he's moving through the blood and that's why the organs that the blood is, is involved with then are in danger by the movement of shaitan. That's why then the food we eat has an effect on that blood to burn the shaitan inside. The du'as that we make puts an angelic energy upon that again burning the shaitan that's moving through the blood and the digestive systems. The energies through the meditation, through the tafakkur, through the siyam and fasting. And that's why Prophet described that when you fast it puts a fire on shaitan and lowers the satanic power inside somebody and that's why fasting is highly prescribed for people. So that to contain their satanic anger, satanic character because it burns the shaitan within them. Fasting the white nights are immensely important because that's a station and a maqam of the moon, this is a, a station maqam al-fardani and that one that's responsible for that maqam and sitting at that maqam will dress that servant for the fasting of the white nights. 
So all of these realities are meant to dress the servant, bless the servant and specifically target the blood. Want to, to lessen the satanic influence in the blood and then to purify the blood. Because once you have to take the bad out and burn the satanic influence, the next is to purify the blood and specifically the iron inside that blood so that the iron becomes a polished clean iron and that's where the nazma and the qudra is, is attaching itself. So when their blood is clean and their irons are polished by zikrullah, by salawat, by all their practices, the energy of their being is very radiant and people can feel the energy, they can bring their energy out and move the energy. So all of this is based on that inshaAllah. That's it, Subhana rabbika rabbal izzati amma yasifoon wa salaamun al mursaleen walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Bi hurmati Muhammad al-Mustafa wa bi siri Surat al-Fatiha.